Hi guys, welcome to the very first episode of this podcast titled Inspiration for Music Creation. I am your host, Andrew Kunkels, and that beat just played there was produced by my first guest. But first, this whole podcast is for beginners, intermediates, or whether you're just looking for some inspiration during your creative process. Each episode will offer helpful tips. Each musician will describe their creative process and describe their experience in creating music. Each episode will feature different artists sharing their lyrics, song composition, where they get their inspiration from, arrangements they follow, equipment and instruments they use, and they will offer helpful tips to the listeners throughout the episode. Each episode will feature different aspects in it, so you've come to the perfect place, whether you're just a beginner, intermediate, or just looking for inspiration. Welcome to the first episode, and I hope you thoroughly enjoy it and find lots of inspiration from it. And today, we have our first guest. His name is... Dylan Fagan. I'm a music producer. I've produced music for the last, say, three, four years. Started when I was in sixth year. I, I mainly just do hip hop track. I compose my own music. I engineer my own music. I mix master my own music. I'm not as good as I want to be at the moment because it's due to college and stuff like that. But I say um, when it hits summer, I'll be going full time my job and I'm full time on music. So hopefully I can excel from then on. Perfect. Yeah. Let's get on with the interview anyway. So positionally, obviously you work in hip hop and trap, but would you work in any other genres? Have you ever experimented with any um, genres? I've, I've experimented with a few genres. In the first two years of the HND course, I was collaborating with multiple artists, say people that were local and also a guy called Kelvin who was from the Caribbean and he introduced me to a lot of Afrobeat music and kind of that kind of style of music and I kind of fell in love with that as well. So I'm kind of open to any genre of music. I, I, I originated on kind of making house music because it's it's so easy drums are so easy the melodies are so easy so i feel like that's kind of like my introduction into music and then i kind of went into the technical route weird route of trap music hip-hop music so that's that's kind of how i originated anyway so that was actually a good person very nice backstory there did you say how long yeah you've been composing music for four years properly i'd say five years kind of like like a year kind of just experimenting kind of like so, yeah. Would you use a DAW to create your music mostly? And what, what DAW would you use? And yeah. why did you use that DAW? I, I use FL Studio because I feel like a lot of um, a lot of people that inspire me tend to use like uh, Nick Mira and a lot of I feel like a lot of beat makers would tend to gravitate towards that because the interface is nice. It's really easy to use but I, I've used other DAWs and stuff but they all have their uses but I feel like for what I want to do to create like hip hop trap music it, it does the job. It does the job very well to be fair. So you think it's the best for hip hop and trap? Yeah and some people might contest my argument on that but to me, it works for me and it works for a lot of people in the industry it's very accessible for people that want to actually try to break into the kind of music kind of sector like you know yeah, yeah when you're producing a song what is your like step-by-step process from start to finish i have to find inspiration from somewhere so i'll probably be listening to a song or watching a random video on music production I, I, it usually comes upon me when i'm like doing something stupid or something random i kind of open up the door either experiment with drums and see if i can get a nice drum sound going or I'd probably go to Splice and find a few samples just to kind of give me inspiration. So so tell me more about this place. What is it? So Splice is like a royalty-free kind of website kind of um, program that allows artists to post their own kind of sound kits and samples up online. And for other people to use? For other people oh, to yeah. use and it's free and everyone, anyone can use them. So even if a big artist, like the biggest artist in the world used a certain sample, you can still use that sample regardless because it technically it is royalty free and you can use it but yeah artists put their own kind of samples guitar riffs drums vocal chops vocal verses choruses and stuff like that and you can just use them to kind of either sample or just gain inspiration from so if you love like a melody from a piano that you find on it sometimes i'll probably try recreate in some way maybe change the the key of it and then i I just go from there so if i get a good guitar thing going or a good bass going and then everything 
would just come in on top of each other whatever comes to mind for us it's like oh you know it'd be good if I throw maybe a violin there so I throw a violin there there's no real major kind of like one two three it's kind yeah, of like yeah. one six five four and then maybe two like yeah, you know yeah. so it's it's kind of there's, there's no it's real way of doing it. yeah, it's yeah. Ex- exactly exactly yeah so is there any part of composing when it comes to producing a song that you advise spending more time on for the listeners or definitely music theory my music theory would be very, very minimal. A lot of the programs and plugins that I use now probably assist me to make kind of like chord progressions, melodies and stuff like that to the point where you'd listen to one of my beats and you'd be like, oh, he, he well knows music theory, even though I know. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, I know nothing. Um, <laughs> would you record any instruments into your DAW or would you just use all the instruments in the DAW already there? Um, the plugins and sample costumes on. I don't want to say I strictly use plugins, but I, I, I use a lot of plugins. So, like, uh, probably like piano, piano's a lot of synthesizers. I use Omnisphere, which is kind of, it was like 400 quid when I bought it. And I got Keyscape, which is also like 400 quid. They're both made by the same company, so it's, they're a bit steep, but the, the kind of sounds that they give you are quite in depth and they're very editable and like you can, really manipulate all the sounds and stuff like that but i have tried to record guitar as well it's my thing i'm not like, i haven't played in a, a long time so i just do basic chords and then i'd like cut them and then like put them in a bit like <laughs> i can't explain but i, I cut the the wave file i, I kind of scooch it up towards the last key or the, the last note i played so it sounds kind of like you know continuous <laughs> so, and that's a lot of tricks that people do like if you don't know how to play a certain instrument fluently or very fast he play one note and then he play another note and then he just kind of compress it together mm. and then there you go. It sounds beautiful. Smart. <laughs> yeah. Would you use any other equipment like MIDI controllers or anything? Yeah, I have a MIDI controller. I think it's six, twelve keys. Twelve keys. <laughs> uh, so you can't really play like the low octaves and then play the high octaves. You kind of have to kind of stick between one. But octave there's settings on it to make it higher up you can but yeah. it's kind of like you're playing one but you need a you need a bass note. Yeah, like yeah. You, you can't really. <laughs> just oh, stretch, yeah, 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 stretch you. your hands in it, invisible no. But um, yeah, so you're only you kind of restrict to one octave, but it's kind of good for programming drums and uh, kind of just like melodies and stuff like that. So probably what I use it mostly for. I have an audio interface that I use for, say, microphone recording. I come up with random lyrics on the top of my head and maybe record my voice in and use it as kind of like my own sample. That way, I just manipulate it, make it sound weird and. Make it sound like not me as well. Yeah, yeah. And use that as kind of maybe a, a vocal ambience in the background or something like that. Also to just influence, you get me? So yeah, like, yeah. that's what I probably, yeah. I have hard drives and stuff like that full of like VSTs, which are like uh, synthesizers and stuff like yeah, it built into the DAW. But other than that, I wouldn't really use any um, other major equipment, which I probably should, but I don't have anything. <laughs> so. I'm sure there's professional artists nowadays that strictly only use DAWs. You don't really need anything else. No, not really. Like to be fair, yeah, you can bring your laptop anywhere, and then if you want to make a beat off the bat, you probably could. Like yeah. you know, so there's, you're not restricted to anything at the moment. Like so, when you're dealing with your strengths and weaknesses now, mm. would you, when it comes to your weaknesses, how do you deal with your weaknesses? Um, right now, not at all. I, don't, yeah. <laughs> I tend not to even I avoid all my weaknesses <laughs> at all costs. I have a tendency of thinking that I know too much or that I know enough to just bang out a track, even though I, I don't. I've actually know that I don't. If I'm there trying to watch a video for influence or whatever on how to do a certain genre or how to do a certain technique, I'd watch maybe two or three minutes and then I'd be like, oh, I can do that, it's grand. And then I go down the rabbit hole and not get done. 
on what I need done. So that that's one thing I want to improve on is maintaining my attention with helpful videos and kind of I, I bought books and all that I bought throughout the year that I haven't properly looked at either that I need to have a look at and start kind of like delving into that kind of world of just teach myself again and stuff. Yeah, one weakness is I, I just get over my head thinking I can do things, but I really need to just sit down and kind of just take it all in and learn before yeah. I start actively trying to do the thing. Like, you're just going to get lost. Like, oh, it's not going to sound as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say you'll have a lot more time over summer, in you? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, that's fun. So would you normally work alone when you're creating music or would you ever work with others? I've worked with others... Uh, it was good. It was good kind of being in that kind of environment, working with people. I noticed that it's very hard. Some people, they just haven't conflicting ideas or kind of on the way things should be produced. Or an artist once said, like, oh, what do you think I should have for the lyrics for this track? And I was trying to give him some ideas. And then the producer was like, no, it's your song. You need to come with the lyrics and stuff like that. And I was like, on, technically on a bass level, yes. But also we're in the studio supposed to be having this creative buzz and kind of this atmosphere of creativity and you're kind of just dampening that just a small bit instead of actually going in and giving him ideas because you never know like if you give him an idea and he he accepts that idea you're, you're on that track basically you have a percentage there like you know so you're like why not like just just do something say something like you know yeah, yeah. but um yeah there's kind of like a lot of people like that um, and there's a lot of people that like as I said think they can do a lot more that they're actually capable of like I said that I'm guilty of to present himself as this like perfect person and you work with them and they're kind of just their average and it's kind of like hard like you expect some so much more yeah very hard working with people especially with people that don't know what they're doing let's say i know what i'm doing but like it's, it's hard it's a hard industry in general but it'd be a lot easier if everyone knew kind of like what they're at all right would your advice for the listeners to be when they're starting off or if they have a bit of knowledge but they're still learning would your advice to be to work with someone else or to keep by themselves or just would it depend on the um, other person's experience? I think if you're in a social group and people that work well with each other, then keep working well with them and developing your skills with them. You can't kind of get any of that off the people that you're around. Like It doesn't matter if you're working solo because you're going to get more work done anyways. You're going to learn a lot more maybe when you're by yourself. Either way, if you're, if you're by yourself and it works well for you, it works well for you. But if you want, if you feel like you work better in a, in a kind of like a social setting and do that as well, there's no real kind of like, this is what you do, yeah, this is yeah. what you don't do. Like so, all just depends on the it really all just depends on the individual. And if you if you're starting off, I want to say that um just know what you're doing and know where you're kind of posting your music and just realize that if you're making beats or instrumentals and you feel like it doesn't sound full or it doesn't sound the way you want it to sound, just remember there's no vocals on that track. There's no artist on it. It's just the instrumental as as a thing. So all you have to do is find the right person and it will complete the track. That's one thing I had to deal with for a while because I always used to like say, oh, this beat sounds bad, this sounds bad, like nothing can make it sound good. I'm putting too many VSTs into the bucket and I'm just throwing it around, see does it work and it doesn't work. So just kind of be simple. If it sounds good in the moment, it, it sounds good. Don't kind of add more stuff into it to kind of like fill up the the, the gap of vocals because nothing's going to fill the gap of vocals except vocals so yeah. just you know. <laughs> last question here so is there any advice you would give to the listener on if they were struggling like any ideas websites videos other musicians that you ever found inspiration from that helped you um, pave the way for where you are now yeah there's uh, like there's countless videos online on YouTube and stuff where you can find tutorials on how to how to deal with certain things like you can do a little search it can be easier 
jazz, like how to make a drum beat or how to make hip hop music, like this most simplest answer and find the most viewed video yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of and that be kind of your, your entrance into it and then you can be niche and then find other people and maybe that are very specialised in one area and this yeah. area and this area um, because that's a problem with like, YouTube though to just see like thousands of people saying this is the right way but like half of them is just, like they're probably just not even that experienced like, yeah Mm-hmm. Don't just watch any video. Like <laughs> I think that maybe the older they are, the better they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Ableton and stuff. They have an official YouTube page. On yeah, like, yeah, they, they have like, that, like yeah, some masterclasses and stuff like that as well. Oh, you know what? Also helped me. Um, you know, Genius. Yeah, yeah. As in, yeah, they used to. I don't know if they still do. But they do um, a deconstructed where they kind of, of like, songs, yeah, yeah they have like a real famous yeah. song and they deconstruct it. Uh, that's where I got a lot of my notes. I was like, <laughs> so um, did go through a thing and then they bring up a plugin. I pause, what's that plugin? Write the plugin <laughs> down, play. It goes through again, that plugin, write it down. <laughs> like, you know, so I have like a list of kind of like plugins that I found from um, just watching the deconstruct videos. And they're also entertaining as well. Yeah. Uh, one of them people was uh, Nick Mira, who uh, made a lot of Juice World uh, albums, Trigger Red albums. And he's very much solidified in the industry now for the last, what, what, three years or so. And he kind of makes the music that I kind of want to make. But he, he started off streaming, started off the old music there and kind of like recording him, making a beat in an hour or like 30 minutes or two hours, three hours and he's done so much like and mm. that's kind of like a good inspiration kind of just like yeah so i feel like a lot of my inspiration comes from the, the people i watch on youtube and obviously yeah. like uh timberland like yeah. everyone knows timberland like yeah <laughs> but um anyway uh thank you very much for that interview there dylan uh very informative i hope everyone listening found a lot of information and inspiration from that and obviously i'll be leaving dylan's socials and his links to his all his musical works or oh, yeah. workings Beautiful. that will be released this year and so on and you guys can have a listen to them and thank you very much Dylan no worries man thank you all for listening and give the podcast a like and a follow and have a good day thank you very much